0: Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com.
1: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2 dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
0: You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. This is a bonus episode as we're continuing to make our way through Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. Even if you are not reading with us in real time or don't have the book, please continue to take a listen because whether you are looking at the pages or not, the context and the content is good. So chapter three is called Don't Give Up. And this chapter is all about resilience. She started with Galatians six and nine, which says, "And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season we shall reap, if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint." Now, I'm glad that she started it with this scripture because this scripture, to be honest with y'all, is a scripture that has carried me through years. Because I I know that we, especially in business, I think that we can romanticize doing business God's way. And I'm guilty of this. When I first started seeking God on behalf of my business, making God the CEO, I thought that what that was going to look like was I was going to start praying, fasting, living right, talking about God, and then just, I'm going to make a million dollars tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> That's where I was That's what I thought Like he's gonna make me a billionaire so fast And I'm gonna tell everybody How God made me a millionaire And blah 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 Right Wrong The My yes to God Was an entry into a pruning process That was painful That felt like more was being taken away than added It felt lonely I felt silly And delusional Because how can I continue to keep seeking God when the result of that is nothing good? It almost felt insane to keep saying yes to God and not having anything to show for it. That's a position that I was in in the beginning. And it was frustrating. And even now, as I continue to give God my yes, the stakes are higher. The things that God asked me to do are usually bigger and more scary and It's just this, this journey is a journey, but this scripture is one that I hold so tight to my heart because the temptation to give up can be so strong, but you have to consistently remind yourself of the truth. And the truth is we can't give up. One thing that I have highlighted here, she says, it's easy to quit. It takes faith to go through. And can I be honest and say that the last year in business for me has been especially frustrating. It's been frustrating financially. It's been frustrating operationally. And I've come to the point many times where I'm like, I just don't want to do this. I just want to get a job. (laughs) And this is seven years of me being self-employed. I was coming across things on LinkedIn, like producer roles where I can continue to work from home, had a freedom of my time in a sense, and I can work on podcasts for companies and just let them do all the extra stuff that comes with business and I just focus on what I do. And then I have like my other business, the studio and things like that. I can just focus on that. But when it, as it relates to the main thing, the mission that God has given me to fill the airways with good news through my podcast, through podcasts I work on and other projects, the mission was stressing me out. I was getting so frustrated. One, because the way that the podcast industry has grown has opened the door to so much. Like when i first started working with podcasters 5 years ago, it was i was working with so many people who were on fire for god, people who were passionate and just had a true conviction in their spirit about what god was calling them to talk about. They were they genuinely knew and accepted that podcasting was the platform that they wanted to get God's message out. They were excited about it. They just needed the resources and the strategies to make it happen from an expert and from someone who's done it and from somebody who knows the Lord and understands that aspect of it. And I got so much joy in all of the shows that I worked on and the messages of these people. I've made great friends and relationships with the people that I have worked with over the years, some of which are friends and family now. And But as as podcasting has continued to grow, there's so much unseriousness. Like, I I think I made a joke a few episodes ago about how I want to do like a microphone buyback program. Like, it's just so unserious. And I think, and then even aside from that, in the whole Christian business owner space, there's so much lukewarmness to where I found myself having a lot of tough conversations with a prospective client. So I'm like, listen, if you want to get on God's microphone, then you have to speak the truth. This, this lukewarm one foot in one foot out. You say you love God, but you cuss in. Like it was, it was very frustrating for me. And I refuse to contribute to platforms that are not going to glorify God in, in the truth. And I don't get it right every single time, but the second I sent something where I'm like, mm, this could go left, I'm like, I'm out. In my contracts, it says if at any point this content goes against the the principles of the word, it ends. Like, as simple as that. So I was dealing with a lot of things frust- and, and being frustrated as far as just like the type of clientele that was coming based upon how things are moving in the podcasting industry, even in the Christian entrepreneurship space. I was also frustrated uh, operationally because the way that I had built my business and the things that I started to offer and all of that, it was expensive in both operations and time. So when my second son came into the picture, because with my first son, man, we had, I had my household like a well oiled machine, y'all. I my, my son disrupted becoming a mom really changed me a lot and and uh, emphasized the importance of sh- systems and all of that. And so I built a system for my household that worked and I naively thought, OK, when I have my next baby. He's going to easily integrate in the system. The oldest is going to start preschool because he was at a space where he had been home since he'd been born. So it was time for him to socialize. Like I've told y'all before, he's a little genius. So he needed to be in a school setting to where it's molding him intellectually as well. And, you know, we found a great Christian school to put him in. Thinking, okay, bet. The baby, once the baby's born, oldest is going to start preschool. The baby's going to go with the nanny. And then disruption. To where my my baby was not vibing with the system, so we had to change it. My nanny and my son were not uh, connecting, and I, I'm grateful for, to God because one thing I've learned, one thing I've learned and matured in over time is that divine disruptions are just that divine. So what may feel like a distraction, or what may feel like an interruption, or what may feel just just frustrating and stressful when orchestrated by God is exactly what it needs, what needs to happen. And so I do believe that that was exactly what needed to happen because of everything that's happened since. And so with me adjusting from having in-home childcare to now my son in daycare and being in a space now where I'm like, I don't like this. My son, what he requires, I feel would be best given by me at home. So then, where does that leave us and where does that leave this business? Like, I and my, my prayer over the last seven months now, since I realized this, which is about mm, four months ago, five months ago, my prayer has been okay, God, how do I continue to do what you've called me to do, fulfill this mission with this business, continue to build my platform and others. And also do what you've called me to do in my ministry as a wife and as a mother. And I thank God for my husband because being his wife is easy. And I'm, I am thank God for that. But it, what is really motherhood to where I'm like, God, these are your babies. We I've been open about my fertility journey on this show. Like, God, we we know what we went through for these babies. And you've blessed me with these children. These are your children. So raise me as I raise them. And what my son, my baby boy needs is me. And so again, I'm praying. I'm like, God, I'm frustrated because the system isn't working for him. The the business system is not working for me anymore. It's frustrating, it's expensive and something has to change. And to be honest with you, in my frustration, I wanted to give up. I 100% wanted to give up. But this scripture is burned into my head. Tatum, don't grow weary. If in in doing the right thing, because in due time you will reap. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all, and by season I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies, and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy, my throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man, but. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now, listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the growth, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash blessed. NetSuite.com slash blessed. NetSuite.com slash blessed. Tatum don't grow weary this is what I tell myself Tatum don't grow weary this is how I take those thoughts captive Tatum don't grow weary endurance perseverance for as long as you continue to persevere with God you know that you are in alignment just just keep on keeping on sis like this is how I have to talk to myself like keep on keeping on and the result For me right now and not giving up on this frustrating last year, God has opened new doors in my business for me to be able to make more, have longer contracts. Remember a few weeks ago, I want to say at the end of last year, we did an episode on um, creating predictability in your business. So he's opened up doors for me to be able to make more. The contracts and things are maybe three, four times worth one client, one contract is worth four times one client, and these contract terms are for years, like five years, four or five year contract terms. So it's creating predictability. It's cre- creating stability, and the workload is significantly less. So this is allowing me to exercise the skills and the gift that I have in this industry. But then also what that's going to do is allow me to serve God's people more freely as well. So he's just in and doing so with my baby being at home, doing so with my household, getting what they need. So God has has unlocked opportunities. He's unlocked strategies. And I'm so, so, so grateful that I just didn't give up because I'm being honest with you, man, I've wanted to over the last year. And so I love that Joyce said, and I have it highlighted. It's easy to quit. It takes faith to go through. It's easy to say, you know what? This ain't working out. I'm moving on. It takes faith, confidence in things hoped for, assurance about things unseen, according to Hebrews 11 and 1. It takes faith to go through what what God has you going through. It's easy to quit. And I'm going to be honest with you, life's going to be hard with or without God. So I I personally would prefer the hard that comes with the security of Christ than the uncertainty and the vulnerability of the world and the destruction of the world. Because the result of that is destruction. The result of me suffering with Christ is eternal life. So I also have highlighted here, she has Deuteronomy 30, 19 uh, in the next section. And it says, I call heaven and earth to witness this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Therefore, choose life that you and your descendants may live. She elaborates by saying, there are thousands upon thousands of thoughts presented to us every day. The mind has to be renewed to follow after the spirit and not the flesh. Our carnal minds have had so much practice operating freely that we surely don't have to use any effort to think wrong thoughts. On the other hand, we have to purposely choose right thinking. After we have finally decided to be like-minded with God, then we will need to choose to continue to choose right thoughts. When we begin to feel that the battle of the mind is just too difficult and that we aren't going to make it, then we must be able to cast down the kind of thinking and choose to think that we are going to make it. Not only must we choose to think that we're going to make it, but we must also decide not to quit. Bombarded with thoughts and fears, we must take a stand and say, I will never give up. God is on my side. He loves me and he is helping me. One of my favorite uh, gospel songs that I always listen to is Tasha Cobb's song, I Have Decided to Follow Jesus. And I play that song whenever I am tempted to give up in any way. And it just reminds me of that decision that I made. It reminds me of when I got saved and I told God that I am for God, I live and for God, I die. That commitment that I made, it reminds me of that, that I decided to follow Jesus because the cross will never lead me astray. So no matter what I may be going through, whether it's the negative thoughts, whether it's feeling isolated, whether it's financial troubles, whether it's business being frustrating, whether it's believing in God for something and waiting for it to manifest, whatever it is, I still am going to follow Jesus. No matter what suffering I have to go through, I'm going to suffer for Christ. And I feel like that's not talked about enough. We're in this this age where everything is just very motivational and we, we should be inspired. We should be motivated, but we should also understand the reality of this journey is that we also are going to suffer for Christ. But I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you one way that we'll never have to suffer is the way that Jesus suffered to get to that cross. The way that Jesus suffered to not just get to the cross, but to rise again, because he's a living God. We will never have to suffer the way that Jesus did. Our blueprint will suffer way more than we ever will. And that's something we have to keep top of mind as we build these businesses and we come in these spaces where, yeah, God will allow us to have certain levels of success that he wants us to have certain levels of success as as we build and build and build and do whatever it is that our hands are set to do for him. We also must understand that whatever we go through in this building process is nothing compared to the sacrifice that he made. It's nothing compared to that and for that reason whatever this process looks like looks like I have to to persevere I have to endure I have to continue to give God my yes period and so do you you have to give God your yes period don't give up because like she said it's a choice Deuteronomy 30 and 19 I'll read it again It says, I'll call heaven and earth to witness this day against you that I have set before you life and death, the blessings and the curses. Therefore, choose life that you and your descendants may live. I'm choosing life. So me and my beautiful boys and any other children I will have will live for you. Choose life. She goes on to say, and this next part is talking about turn and take possession. That's the subheading. She says, in Deuteronomy 1 and 2, Moses pointed out to the Israelites that it was only an 11 day journey to the border of Canaan, which is the promised land. Yet it had taken them 40 years to get there. Then in verse 6, he told them, the Lord God says to us, you have dwelt long enough on this mountain. Have you ever dwelt long enough on the same mountain? Have you spent 40 years trying to make an 11-day trip? She says, in my own life, I finally had to wake up and realize that I was going nowhere. I was a Christian without victory, like Mary and John, which is the couple we talked about in the first chapter. I had many wrong mindsets and many mental strongholds that had been built up over years and years. The devil had lied to me and I had believed him. Therefore, I had been living in deception. I had been at the same mountain long enough. I had spent 40 years making what could have been a much shorter journey had I known the truth of God's word. God showed me that the Israelites stayed in the wilderness because they had a wilderness mentality, which is certain types of wrong thinking that kept them in bondage. We will deal with this subject in a future chapter, but for now, let me urge you to make a quality decision that you are going to get your mind renewed and learn to choose your thoughts carefully. Make up your mind that you will not quit and give up until victory is complete and you have taken possession of your rightful inheritance. I love how she emphasized it took them 40 years to make an 11-day trip because they had a wilderness mentality, because they refused to believe and obey God. And I don't know about y'all, but I would much rather the 11-day trip than the 40. (laughs) And I definitely ain't trying to make any season longer than it needs to be because of my own wilderness mentality. I'm just not. So I encourage myself and I encourage you to persevere. Don't give up. Pay attention to the patterns of behaviors and the patterns of thoughts that the enemy has planted that may be contributing to your own wilderness mentality. As she said in previous chapters, think about what you're thinking about. It's that deep. It's that serious. So that's it for this episode. I love
1: you guys and I will talk to you in the next one.